Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Daddy No, episode number 95, day number 745 of being a stay-at-home father. It's a beautiful day outside, so decided to do it outside so you're going to hear birds chirping, uh, also planes flying overhead and helicopters, and uh, dogs barking. So a lot of background noise, but you know what? It's nice. My daughter wanted to come outside. She got a little bag of donuts joined by Zozabos. Say what's up, Zozabos. Who wants? You're asking them if they want donuts. Yeah. Oh, one and one at a time. One at a time. Don't, jeez, lady, shoves the whole donut hole in her mouth. I don't want one. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I don't want a donut hole. Thank you. I appreciate. It. Don't put it in your mouth. No, 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 no. Chew that one first. You'll choke. Jeez, this lady just stuffs her mouth full of freaking donut holes. My son's inside. He came outside for like 20 minutes and he's like, eh, I'm done. I want to go inside and watch some television. So what I do is when they get when he gets home from school, uh, he can play outside for 30 minutes and watch TV for 30 minutes. So he gets an hour of unwinding from school and then and then we do homework. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people are like, no, as soon as he gets home, he does homework and then it's done. It's like, no, I like to give him a little breather, give him a snack because it's been good lately. I got them donuts. Also, I wanted a donut, so I got I wanted to get a donut. And then, then the, the the person there gave me a, an extra donut. And they're like, here, I was just like, you only charged me for one donut. And you gave me two. And I ate them both. And I don't feel bad about it because you don't throw away a free donut. I mean, I could have saved it for my wife. But, she, you know, she's trying to run a marathon. She ran 13 points. She ran a half marathon. She's trying to run a full marathon. So I don't think donuts would have helped her out. So I did it because I loved her. Sweetie, if you're listening to this, I ate both donuts because I love you. And I'm, a, I'm fat. So those are, those are the two main reasons. But mainly because I love you. It's beautiful outside. In our yard right now, there's a bunch of dandelions. I always thought dandelions were f- flowers. Because I'm an idiot. And uh, in Lion King, they made them look all beautiful. Right? When the dandelions fly in there. It's like, oh, that's so beautiful. And I always thought they were flowers. And... That makes sense why Roundup has them on their commercials. Like, help kill. I was like, why are they killing flowers? Such beautiful flowers. But no, they're, they're weeds. They're weeds, and they destroy your lawn, apparently. And my lawn is full of them. Don't put that down, mamas. No, leave it alone. Hey. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. No, you can't put It's dirty. You can't put, put your head in there. I'm trying to put on her, her brother's helmet for, her, for his bike. But it's full of like little cobwebs and stuff, so I don't want to put it on her hair. Just drink the water. That's good. So in today's episode, uh, we'll talk about the Oscars. No, we won't, because I don't know anything about the Oscars really. I did not watch it, but we'll talk about uh, comedy. Go figure, huh? Stand up, specifically uh, beef here in San Antonio. That's right. People got beef. People complain. No, it's not. It's uh, just you know, comedians complaining, right? Complaining about quote unquote clicks, but it's it's pretty much the same in every scene you go, right? As far as like the people who get work at the club, then there's the people who are have the showcases and stuff, then the people who've been doing it like 
a few years and really like it, but aren't in the clubs yet. And then, you know, you know what I mean? There's, I don't want to say a hierarchy, but there's just levels. There's levels to the game. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. There's just, there, there is, there is. And, and people get frustrated if they don't progress in the time that they feel that they should progress in. And I understand that frustration because I went, I went through that frustration here in San Antonio and I've seen a lot of other scenes, not only in Texas, but um, across the United States. I'm part of their, you know, Facebook group or whatever. And it's funny. It's the same type of messages that run through all the scenes, like a certain person or a couple people will complain. And then it, everybody just lets out their emotions. It's like a shedding, I guess, like a shedding of feelings. Everybody has those feelings balled up because they haven't been getting booked the past few months and they're not getting ahead. So they let it out on Facebook and then everybody else, because we're, you know, selfish, narcissistic assholes that, you know, I always tell people all the time, like, they're like, <laughs> they'll ask me how long I've been doing comedy. I'm like, oh, like eight years. How long have you been doing comedy? Like, oh, man, I've been doing like six months. I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. You should quit. Messing around with them just to see what they say. I'm like, I'm just playing. Don't quit. If you love it, don't quit. But just that's the way we are, right? And I'm not, I'm not a bully. At least I don't think I'm a bully, right? It's just that sometimes when you hear comics come up to you, and like I had one comic just <laughs> after he asked me how long I've been doing it, I was just like, oh, how long you been doing it? He's like, since, and he gave me the exact date. He's like, since January 15, 2014. I was like, are you serious, dude? Like you gave me the exact date. Of when you started, I don't even know the exact date. And then the follow-up question was just like, "So, what's your best joke?" I'm like, oh, I, I don't know, bro. I just, what I guess, whatever the audience laughs at at the time. So, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Like, I thought he was gonna be like, "So, are you like a conversational type of comedian? Uh, do you like the, just the setup punch?" Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to talk about this. You're not. You, you take the fun out of comedy. You take all the fun out of doing stand-up. So we'll talk about that. Uh, talk about Alexa. Uh, apparently, some users of Alexa, th they've reported that the, the machine that listens to everything in your house is laughing like a child, which is, that's creepy. There's no laughter creepier than it, a child's laughter. It is either the most beautiful thing that you can hear or the scariest thing that you can hear. And it could sound completely different to two different people, just depending on the mood or depending on the music behind it or depending on if you have kids in your house or not. Like if you don't have kids in your house and you hear child laughter, very scary. If you have kids in your house and you hear child laughter and it's theirs, not scary. It's beautiful, right? Unless you want them to shut up. Then it's like, and then it's more frustrating. So it can be frustrating, beautiful, and scary. And it can be all three at the same time, just de depending on the perspective that you have. So, so what are you doing, mamas? Don't do that. She's going to go to sleep. My daughter has two Cabbage Patch dolls and a Moana doll, and those are her babies. And she's so dramatic with it. Like, like we left one of the dolls she left outside earlier, and I made lunch for her, and I closed the sliding doors. And then all I hear crying at the, she gets off the table and goes to the sliding door. And she was like, my baby, ah, my baby. And I was like, what's wrong? And I went over there. She's like, my baby's outside, my baby. I was like, oh, and I opened the sliding door and I gave it to her. And she's like, oh, 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 my baby. Oh, my. she's looking at me right now. That's what you did. Did you not? Yes. Yes. Don't do that. You, you always or she'll she does that all the time. She'll leave it in another room or she'll leave it on top of the bed and then she'll cry for it. I call her uh, 
La, uh, what did I call her? La Llorona. That's what I call her, La Llorona. Uh, <laughs> which means, like, it's it's a story uh, about uh, a woman who lost her baby and she died. And she she goes around moaning for her child, my baby, my baby, La, La Llorona is what it's called. Anyway, look it up. La Llorona. La Llorona. Go look it up. That's what I've been calling her because she's been doing that. She's been, she's been bossy, man. She's been really bossy. A couple of things that she's done recently, and then we'll talk about the comedy scene. A couple of things she's done recently, like she was, uh, she I go, hey Zozo, and she's like, Ana Zozo, I'm mama. I was like, what do you mean, your mama? Your little mama? She's like, no, I'm a little mama. I was like, oh my bad, you big mama. She's like, no, 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 I'm not big mama. I was like, you're just a baby, and she's just like, yeah, I'm baby mama. I was like, no, 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 don't say that, don't ever. Say that. That's you're a mama. No, and then also she's been calling me Joshua, not not daddy or dada. It's just like no, you Joshua. I'm like don't call me that. They don't call me by my first name. What was the other thing that you told me? Oh, oh, she pooped her diaper, and then I go, come on, let's go change it. I go, let's go. You gotta go. You where are you supposed to be pooping in the toilet or in your pants? And then all she gets to me, she goes, it's my choice, daddy. It's my choice. I was like, oh, my God. This is, this is not your choice. You're supposed to poop in the toilet. That's... <laughs> oh, okay. It's not funny? Got it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So, so she's, she's two, and this is what I'm going through already. I'm scared of what I'm going to go through when she's older. What? No, I'm daddy. You had the first one, not the second one. I know my name is Joshua, but you don't call me Joshua. You call me daddy. Okay? Okay, go fix the puppy. So in the comedy scene, uh, recently there is there's a person... In the comedy scene, we have a competition called Funniest Comic in South Texas, right? And when somebody in the comedy scene went on in the round and went on to the playoffs, one of the managers said on social media, it's an assistant manager said that they didn't believe that person should have moved on and they don't know what the judges were thinking. That's what the person said. The comedian got very upset, and uh, she's a listener of this, and... Um, was saying how that person is a bully in a sense. That's what that's what it came as as a bully, which I'm not saying that they are a bully, that they're not a bully, but that as far as putting all the business, their business on social media, how they felt about it, I don't think is gonna help them get into the club more. It's definitely not. I know that. It's not gonna help them Resolve their problems. It's not going to change that person's mind. A lot of people... I've, there's a lot of managers that do not like my stand-up. And I haven't... I won't say a lot. There's a, some... It's like, well, now you're not going to get booked. There's some managers who do not like my stand-up. And I don't get booked by them. But I don't get mad. Even if they talk crap about me, I'm not going to get mad about it. Because I know... I know I'm funny. I know what I do. And just because they don't like me or they have a different opinion that I shouldn't have moved on... You know, or whatever that doesn't. It, I know it's unprofessional for somebody to manage a club and do that on social media, but none of us are really professionals. You know, none of us are professionals. Period. 
If you really think about it, I don't have an agent. You got an agent? None of us got a damn agent. And I know it, it makes it look... I, I, the only part that I agree about was that it does look bad as far as for a manager to put that out on social media. If people know that he's a manager, because then it could prevent you from maybe getting work at different clubs. Maybe. Maybe. Small chance that'll happen. But I think the main thing is people just get frustrated. You know, they don't get frustrated with because they're not moving ahead in the, as fast as they think that they should in their stand-up career, if that's what you call it, right? They're, they, and it, there's very few people in every scene, percentage-wise, there's very few people who work the cup clubs consistently. So you have the people, the comics who work the clubs consistently. Those are the ones that they use a lot for emceeing and featuring, right? And every once in a while, those comics will headline. And you got the other people who have the next ones down who have their own showcases a lot of the times, run their own open mics, and then they switch off and they help each other out and they grow as comedians. And, and those guys and girls are fun to work with, right? Because they have a fire for comedy right now. You know what I mean? That's I remember when I was doing like freaking a showcase every other week and, you know, throwing my own stuff and doing an open mic every week. So it was constantly trying to get that. And I would switch with people. So, like, so and then you got the people who who are new to it or maybe the people who've been doing it. And this is the hardest ones, eight or nine years. And they're still doing the same five minutes and they're frustrated and everything is everybody else's fault. And they, those groups tend to gravitate towards each other. That's who they hang out with. And usually it's the people that you came up with or not that you came up with as the level that you're funny as, you know? Like, if you want to see how funny you are, check out the people you hang out with. If you hang out with three people and you're like, you know what? None of you are funny. You're not funny. You're not funny. She's not funny. He's not funny. None of you are funny that I hang out with. Well, that probably means you're not funny, too, because those are the people you that you hang out with. I mean, every, I'm, I'm pretty sure there, there's, there's a few exceptions. But for the most part, the people who you hang out with, that's about the level that you are as far as funny, you know? Um, and you might have, I mean, everybody has different, diff anyway, the point where I'm trying to stop, don't do that, Zozo, don't do that. So the point where I'm trying to say is people get frustrated and, uh, you know, we're, we're very sensitive, have very thin skin. So as soon as somebody talks a little bit of, uh, crap, I guess, for lack of a better word, um, we get very sensitive and we got to want to lash out, which I've heard. Not that it's been posted on social media directly at me, but I've heard a lot of stuff like where the person didn't think I was listening and I was there near them or through other people are like, hey, so-and-so said this about you. And a lot of times I find it might be that person's insecurities in themselves and they see maybe those insecurities I have in myself and it's a reflection of that. They could see themselves and they see that part that they don't like. Maybe that or maybe it's just my face. It's probably just my face. That's it. It's my face. But you get frustrated, and I think what people should do is just concentrate on putting that into your jokes. You know, what I mean? I've said it before. You only you only have a certain amount of energy every day, so why would I waste time worrying about what you think about me? Because that's only that's that's energy being wasted. Because it's not going to get me better. It's not going to make that person change their mind about me. Do I even care that they change their mind about me? Is that person doing anything for me in the long run? Whatever. No, not really. So don't. Don't focus on that. And I know it's easy to say because I might be to other people that are like, oh, you're getting work in the club. Yeah, but it for me, 
It's a, it was a, it still is a long journey, but a very long journey. I hosted the open mic. This is my own personal experience. I hosted the open mic for two years straight, right? And then I finally started getting booked after two years of hosting the open mic. It was like a four-hour mic. There wasn't no showcase in the beginning, and then you switch off to another person. No, I would host four hours straight of that open mic, and then on top of that, do my own open mic. And so I finally got into the clubs, and then after working the clubs for a couple of years, I had to go sell cars, right? And so I didn't get to go to the open mics as much. Well, guess what? I stopped getting booked because if they don't see me, out of sight, out of mind. So because they don't see me, they stop booking me. I stopped getting booked at both clubs for an entire year. I didn't get booked as MC. Uh, I got booked on very few showcases, no, definitely not as feature or headlining. So I wasn't getting booked. I was frustrated. I go to the open mics. I couldn't skip. I had to go to the very end of the line. So I get at the open mic at 10 o'clock. I had to go up last. So it was like starting over again in my own town, my own city, my own scene. That is frustrating as hell. And when you're down, uh, your really good friends, when you're down, will uh, kick you. And it's a great feeling. <laughs> no, like, my, my, like, oh, just horrible stuff. My friends, Raul and George, would tell me when I'm they're like, nah, man, it's you, man. I just I just quit. You suck, blah, blah, Whatever it is, just, I mean, it's because it's, it's like, oh, you, this is going to make your, your skin thicker. You know what I mean? So I know what it feels like to start over and in my own scene which is even harder to start over in your own scene it's like oh my because it's a mental thing not necessarily the pe people don't know you or don't know you're funny it's a mental thing to think like well I was already at this point why do I have to take 15 step back and you treat me like I'm a brand new open micer when I've been doing it three or four years so yeah man take those frustrations that you have take all the stuff that people may say about you whether it's social media behind your back stuff you've heard and focus it on how you get better you know that's all you can do what's my next joke what's my next what's my next podcast about what's my next sketch about what's my next whatever it is tweet whatever what's the next funny thing that i'm gonna do and that's all that matters right you want a what you want a pencil ask your brother for a pencil Say, Isaiah, I need a pencil. Isaiah, I need a pencil. Isaiah, your sister needs a pencil. Yes. Is that right? Go tell him. Isaiah, I need a pencil. Why don't you get your lazy butt up and get your daughter pencil? Because that's why she has an older brother. All right? That's the only reason you have multiple children. You have the first one, right? And you, you raise them. And then you have a second one, and then that first one does everything the second one needs, right? So if she needs water or a snack or guess what? The first one does it. And I know that's not fair, but hey, life isn't fair, right? Is that the way you really treat your kids? Did I not just do that right now? Hmm? Did I not? Just, no, I just want him to take care of his little sister. That's all. And he does, he's very good at it, man. He, he really does take care of it. And if it's something that he can't get for her that she needs, he'll come and get me and be like, you know, Sister wants, he calls her sister, he doesn't call her Zozo or Zoe, he calls her sister. Sister wants, sister said, sister this, sister that. And it's funny because they're so close that she's now having, she has dreams about him. I wouldn't say dreams, nightmares. <laughs> All her nightmares are, no, no, Isaiah, give it back, it's mine, it's mine. No, Isaiah, <laughs> to wake up in the middle of the night hearing that. 
Like, all right. Uh, the last one was, no, that's my orange. That's my orange, Isaiah. That's my orange. I was like, really? You're dreaming about an orange? You're dreaming about him taking away an orange? How simple. How simple our kids' lives are right now. Or my kids' lives are right now. It's nice. What the hell was that? Did you hear that? It was like a scream. We got some, I think it's the kids like four houses down. They're in the backyard and you always hear them screaming and crying and stuff. I'm like, geez, man. You sound like getting stabbed. Or maybe I've just been listening to, you know, multiple murders and I never report it. I don't know. Weird stuff around my neighborhood, right? What was the other thing I was talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Alexa. Um, that, uh, the thing that listens to you. We had one. We had, uh, I think it was, yeah, Amazon, the Alexa. We had Alexa in the house for a few days. And I was like, well, actually a month. And I was like, nah, get it out of the house. I don't want, we still have it actually, but we don't charge it to have a plug. Because it was a Christmas gift and we liked it. But the more I read about it. And how I'd listen a lot. And then weird stuff would happen where I would talk about, like, what I want to eat. And then I would see on my feed on Facebook, I would start seeing ads for for what I was talking about, what I wanted to eat. I'm like, why am I seeing these ads all of a sudden? Like, get family platter, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I was just talking about that restaurant. And, uh, and I had to order it because it was delicious. But it was kept happening more and more like that. It was freaking, it's creepy. That's creepy. I'm not saying that the NSA, that there's a specific person tuning into everything that I'm saying and recording it all. I'm not saying that. I mean, I do believe that the NSA is pretty much recording 99% or 95 or whatever percent, high percentage of our telephone conversations. But I don't think it's some notorious, like, oh, yes, now we will run. Well, it might be. But I think it's more to uh, for advertising agencies, for like Google and, and Facebook and stuff to learn how to sell to us better. You know what I mean? Where we don't even realize that. Which I think we do realize it, but we don't care because it's convenience. And whatever makes it more convenient, then that's what we do. And I'm a hypocrite for doing that because I'm, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. And forever I never downloaded Messenger because apparently it takes all your, your information from your phone. And I was in Florida and I had a, the internet was so slow on my computer that I couldn't use it. I was just like, I got to get Messenger on my phone. And I downloaded Messenger on my phone. I was like, you win Illuminati or New World Order or CIA or whatever. Here you go. Now you have all my info. Oh, you got all my info. No, they already had all my info. Google, Facebook. So now Messenger has all my info. And Instagram. And it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. I don't like the fact that they listen to phone calls or that they record phone calls. I don't like that. And the argument I always hear is just like, well, you have, have nothing. If you have nothing to hide, then then you shouldn't worry about it. And I think that's that's dumb. Why is that dumb? I don't know. I just I just think that argument is dumb. Why if you have nothing to hide? It's like saying, never mind. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into that. You already did get into it. Go down that rabbit hole. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Where'd you get that flashlight? Turn it off. Turn off the flashlight, Zozo. Bring it over here. Yeah, don't look at it. It, it will blind you. Bring it over here, mamas. Zozo. Zoe, that's for emergencies only. Hold up, let me get up. Get it. <sighs> Last time the lights went out and all the flashlights in the house didn't work because these little kids would play with them. I know, turn it off. There you go. Thank you. Robots. A lot of robots. Your what? This thing? The spatula? 
That's just, I don't know what, you, what else you want. That's it. All right, so in a little bit, we're going to do, we're going to do homework, okay? Yes? Isaiah! In a little bit, we do homework, okay? Got it. What? What do you want? The diapers? You want this? Well, then why would you take it? There you go. That's what I asked you before, you little... No Play-Doh right now. Where's the other Play-Doh I gave you? Did it dry out? I swear she goes through a thing of Play-Doh every day because she lets the whole thing out. She doesn't... And it dries up. Yes. Yes, I know. You keep destroying the Play-Doh. Yeah, I don't know. I think you, I think you dried out the last one. We don't have any more Play-Doh. <sighs> do something. You do something. What are you talking about me do something? You want that? All right, bring it over here. Her H-E-B squeeze me. What is it? Apple, strawberry, banana. Hey, you go, mamas. I got to start getting dinner, dinner ready in a little bit. Here. Oh, man, spread all over me. Dang it. We, my, my, oh, now you got it on your sweater. All right, just eat it. Here, eat it before you spill it. There you go. We got the movie uh, Coco. You like the movie Coco? You like the movie Coco? I want to watch Coco. I know you want to watch Coco because we've been watching it every day. We watch it every day, Zozo. I can't cry anymore, okay? She doesn't cry. She just smiles the whole time. I told her yesterday, I was like, you're not even crying. You have no soul, little girl. And she just starts laughing. She's like, ha no soul. <laughs> My mom's listening to this. She's going to be like, don't ever say that. Don't you ever. She has a beautiful soul. I know. I know. I'm just saying, though. Like, I can't help it. Every time I watch that movie, there's always a part, uh, like, with a grandma that I start tearing up. I, I can't. And they're playing the music. It's a dang good movie. At first, I was hating on it a little bit. I was like, man, they just ripped off the Book of Life. I don't know if you've ever seen the Book of Life, but you should go watch the Book of Life. It's a good one. But actually, uh, Coco is better. I like Coco better. People get mad. It's like, it's Coco. It's pronounced Coco. It's actually pronounced Coco. And I like saying it that way. It'd be cool to have a great grandma called Coco. Hey, Coco! And people be like, that sounds disrespectful. Don't, don't talk to your grandma like that. Like, that's, that's her name. All right? I'm going to say my grandmother's name. You got a problem with that. Girl, screw yourself. No. My daughter left. She wasn't here when I said that. So it's okay. What do we got coming up? Uh, I got something very exciting in the works. Uh, hopefully it goes through. I'll know... By the end of April, I can't tell anybody about it, but I am very excited. That's all I can say. So either all my dreams will come true or uh, my soul will be crushed. So one of the two is going to Just I'm excited. Something something that may be big or something that may be nothing. Who knows? But I'll find out and I will let you guys know by the end of April. Well, that's not fair. What is it? I can't tell you. Uh, but regardless of that, April 25th. We got a bunch of shows coming up. Uh, I'll start off. Uh, I got Off the Cuff this Friday. Haven't had one in two months. So come check out Off the Cuff. I'm going to be, I'm actually at River Center too. So I won't be at Off the Cuff, but you can go to Off the Cuff. It's a free show. And then I'm at uh, River Center all this week at the Improv. I'm hosting. It's going to be, a, that's a fun show. And uh, uh, next week I'm featuring at LOL and hosting one of the playoff rounds of Fist. And then the week after on Wednesday, I'm hosting the, uh, I believe it's the week after the finals 
of Funniest President in South Texas. And then I, I got a show in Austin. April 20th, another show. April 20th is Chronic Laughter 5 or 6. I can't remember. Chronic Laughter 5 or 6, 420 show at 8 p.m. at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. Um, and then also April 25th, we're bringing back Battle of the Sketches. That's right. Battle of the Sketches coming back at the Alamo Draft House, April 25th. The submissions are now open, so if you have any sketches that you want to submit, go ahead and submit that to Sketch Battles. 210. That's sketchbattles210 at gmail.com. Go ahead and send that in. And then we just put out another um, uh, sketch for FMCW. It was an older sketch, but it's a funny sketch that I hadn't put on FMCW, mainly because George and Roll shot it. But hey, we're all FMCW. Right, George? All right. Uh, check that out. And uh, yeah, subscribe. Add us on, on SoundCloud, man. Got a lot of stuff in the works. We're going to see what comes out May 1st, the album coming out, something big, maybe brewing for me, and I'm excited, but um, don't want to jinx it, and also I can't say anything about it, so hopefully I get it. What happened? I dropped the remote control under the couch. You dropped the remote control under the couch? And and now it's all gone forever? No. Where is it? It's gone forever. It's on the desk somewhere. Oh my, you, you got to find it. Yes, you can. I believe in you, son. I can't see it with a flashlight. Well, no. Turn on the light, and then you can find it. And tell you what. I, I need to you know what the you, couch. You know, what you need to do is clean everything that's under the couch first, and then you can find it. You want to do that? Stop it. You have to... Whoa. Did you just burp in my face? I always, I always burp. I know. Don't burp in my face. That's disgusting. I, I, need, I, need, I need your help. I know. I'm telling you what to do so you can, to help you. So what you do... Is you first clean everything that's under I, there? I can't. I can't read. I believe in you, son. I believe in you. I believe in you. I can't. You can do it. I believe in you. Have you tried? No. Zoe, say try, brother. Try. I need you help to push the couch. Say I try, brother. Try. Say, don't take the play-doh out of your mouth, Zozo. How much play-doh do you eat? Huh? A lot? That's gross. Stop eating Play-Doh, little girl. She eats everything. Play-Doh, boogers, two donut holes at one time. Um, yeah, I'll go over there in a little bit and help you out. But Can yeah. you just help me Can out? you dig it? I can't. You can't dig it? I, it's from it's from a movie with Shaq. Shaq Fu. Can you? No, is it from me. Shaq Fu? I don't remember. Help me help you. Can you help me? Say, help me help you. Help me and help you. Not help me and help you. Help me help you. Help me. Help you. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. See, you get lost and you're right back looking at the television. You can't even hear it. It's all the way over here. As soon as your show finishes, I'll help you find the remote. And then we got to do your homework. So that's what we're going to do next. All right? I only do one homework. You only do one homework? Okay, as long as you do one homework. He has a thing about only doing one homework because uh, a couple of days ago, I made he had, he had to make up the homework he didn't do the day before. And it was two homeworks, and he got very upset. No, Zozo Bozo, you, no Play-Doh. No Play-Doh right now. No, I'm not going to reach it. No Play-Doh, because you keep drying out. You've gone through four Play-Dohs already. 
Find the other Play-Doh that you had. Go look for it, okay? Yes? Yes. Okay. Say bye to everybody. Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy. All right, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Daddy No. Daddy No. <laughs> and uh, y'all have a good one. Talk to you next week. Deuce. <laughs>